Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. This is Heather Newman with your Mavens Do It Better podcast. I am sitting here in San Juan, Puerto Rico, with the lovely and talented Melissa Hubbard. Uh, she is a Microsoft MVP. She's an author, a community speaker, and blogger, and she and I are here today along with a lot of other folks from our SharePoint community. Uh, we're going to do a diversity panel here in a little while, and I thought Miss Maven, I'd get her mm-hmm. on uh, Teams and Flow and all sorts of good things. So say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, Heather. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I couldn't pick a better place to uh, do this uh, podcast in beautiful San Juan. Um, yeah, it's really exciting to be here. The energy has been great. We have a great turnout. Um, people are excited. People are seeing tools for the first time and literally in the middle of uh, Erica Tully's session burst out, this is awesome about <laughs> Microsoft Teams. <laughs> it was really cool. That's so cool. Well, so you're an MVP in what categories? Um, I'm an MVP in the business applications category. I specialize in Microsoft Flow. So uh, as soon as Microsoft Flow became available, I was using it and one of the very first speakers on it. Um, So I started speaking at user groups and then SharePoint Saturdays and then, you know, I've moved on to some other conferences and online stuff. But uh, I became one of the first five Microsoft Flow MVPs. And That's I'm awesome. <laughs> so happy that we just got two more female Flow MVPs. So awesome. now I have Flow sisters yeah. because we're like a really tight knit family of Flow MVPs. So I'm super happy. That's exciting. It yeah, is. I remember when you yes first came out and started doing it. It was very cool. So yeah, you're a great speaker. So I love seeing you out there. Doing all the great community stuff. That's pretty awesome. So I know that uh, I, people have been asking me, and I can't find the answer to this question, is that was there a code name for Microsoft Flow? So you're the second person to ask me. Um, I run a Flow user group. The first one in the United States is located in Washington, D.C. Okay. My speaker, Chrissy, she asked me the same thing. And I don't know. I, I need to ask the product group about the code name. Yeah, I asked Jennifer Piercy, and I asked a couple of different people, and I couldn't get an answer as well. Because usually there's a code name. Yeah, yeah. I I just found out about the code name thing. I'm (laughs) getting it. You know, I'm still kind of the new kid. I'm finding out these little secrets here. Right, that's great. And so um, talk about, you just authored a book. Congratulations. That's a huge, wonderful thing. So talk about your book a little bit. Uh, Yeah, so it was a, a huge amount of work that goes into a book. I'm uh, really excited that we finished it. Uh, I co-authored it with my friend, Matthew Bailey. Um, so it's an end user guide to Microsoft Teams um, with also chapters about governance and user adoption for business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really, really fun to do because we kept discovering more and more things about the product. Talk about uh, scope creep on a (laughs) project. It was, you know, like, oh, we need to talk about this, this. Um, But yes, it's available on Amazon.com. And And what's the exact name? It's called Mastering Microsoft Teams. Yes, right. Thanks. That's an important piece of information (laughs) to mention the name of the book. (laughs) How long did it take you to write and put together? So 
we started in December uh, planning. Oh, last uh, no, December of last year, planning okay. the chapters, getting the contract signed with the publisher, um, a press, and um, that even just writing out the the um, introduction to sure. the book and stuff. You know that takes time. So I would say, let's see, December, January, March, May. It was about seven months seven it took. Months. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, we still are marketing and things like that, right. writing blog posts and, and the product has updated, right. you know, since Ignite happened and announcements were made. So we're trying to add blog posts and um, mm-hmm. you kind of supplement that way since there are a few yeah. changes. I think, but, you know, it's it's nice to have a base level and I think people still like, there's some people who love a hard copy book that they can dog ear and put, you know, sticky notes in and highlight and all that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, because people have asked me, you know, what do you think, you know, our books, our books dead or whatever. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think they are. I think that it gives you a baseline for that moment in time that you add to, right? I mean, people are, I've been uh, really happy and surprised by how many people have purchased it. And Mm -hmm. uh, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, I was at my client and someone had your book. So I do think, you know, people, people do still want a book. Yeah. Any um, guidance for somebody who's going to write a book? Anything like, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, you must do this or must not do that kind of thing. Hmm. My my guidance would be, um, you know, first make your decision on whether you want to use a publisher or not. And just know that um, with the publisher... Uh, it's great to have someone behind you backing you on marketing and um, doing those types of things, but you're going to be on a strict schedule. Right. So if you want to just write when you're feeling creative or want, you know, so for me, I struggled because I, my creativity in writing comes in kind of big bursts and right. then I, I go on streaks where I just have writer's block. Right. So trying to stick to the schedule from a publisher can be tough. So just make sure you think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I liked using, um, using planner, Microsoft planner yeah, to sure. plan my chapters. And then you can kind of drag them around when you decide, like um, yeah. when, you know, if, oh, actually the shoot, this topic should be under mm-hmm. here on this chapter. So I did it like that. Um, I think it worked good. I think that's a session. You should create a session about that. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, uh, no, I think that maybe that's a session. Yeah, that's something to think about. You know, on how to, because I think sort of alternate, like using Teams. So I've been doing a session on, um, you know, how to use it for, to become an event maven, you know, and using it to plan an event, mm-hmm. Teams and Planner together, you know, because I feel like sometimes, like, if you, I guess it's a good question for talking about Teams. It's like when Teams gets deployed, and, you know, they're like, here, you know, and all of a sudden people are like, oh, uh, what is this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the guidance on, here's a project or here's a thing to take care of inside of teams, you know, so an event is sort of a logical way to kind of get people used to teams. And I guess for people who are writing a book, maybe for using planner, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, it's exactly. If you have a project that you're going to start and hopefully finish, uh, teams is a great way to get up and running um, Mm -hmm. with that and keep everything in one location, all of your conversations, all of your content files, etc. Um, so yeah, I think uh, an event is a easy to understand uh, yeah. 
thing that you you can see the value really quickly. Right. Yeah. And even on the book level, if it's a book or even an ebook or a white paper or something like that, using mm-hmm. Planner for a small project like that could be really useful. Yes, uh, Matthew, my uh, co-author, we were in living in teams working on our book together. I think we would have totally driven each other nuts if we weren't in teams <laughs> because the amount of emails and right. conver- in discussions yeah. and we're both busy we can't talk on the phone mm-hmm. all the time i've got a three-year-old running around screaming right. um you know being in teams and having and our decision points are there so it's like oh no actually we said we were gonna write about this in this section and it's all right there and right. we can um yeah. you know work together that's cool so i guess diverting a little bit and you mentioned your three-year-old and um you know obviously dealing with having a family and being in tech and being mm-hmm. you know a, a gal in tech and all of that and we talk we've been you and i've been talking about diversity about this panel and stuff um i guess where did you get your start in it So I started in IT while I was in college. I worked for the um, school help desk. Oh, cool. And then I've always been really lucky meeting really awesome mentors, I guess for that would be the right word for it, just um, other women who have taken interest in and seen um, my value and want to work with me. And so I was just part-time doing like work study in the help desk, but I really wanted to get full-time and learn more and so uh one of the women there tatiana are i always say her name wrong i'm just gonna say her tatiana, tatiana. Awesome tatiana. tatiana. yes okay. awesome tatiana <laughs> um <laughs> she taught me everything and helped me get hired full-time cool. um i took a step away from it for a while to i ran a uh, child protection and juvenile parole office in rural Nebraska and then I started using SharePoint there and then worked my way to Washington DC as a consultant in SharePoint and now I'm consulting in SharePoint and Office 365. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I guess you know what I like to know about sort of what moves us and what excites us about what we do and you know for me like, I love spreading joy and connecting people. That's my thing, and I talk about mm-hmm. that a lot. And sort of, what what sparks you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, I, I like to think that when I when other people see me speaking and um, blogging and writing and doing things like this podcast, sure. that it lets them know, you know, I could do this too. Or if there's something I, I think... I could do, but maybe I'm a little nervous about it. Like, look at her. She's doing it. And so I, and people approach me and ask me, um, oh, you know, what what do you think? Should I try to speak? And it's always, yes, you should. You know, if you're even thinking about it, yes, you should. And I, I get emotional talking about it, you know, because sometimes people Mm -hmm. come up to me and they're like, you know what? I saw that you, you were posting stuff about Microsoft Flow and, I decided maybe I would build a flow. I've had people email me, like, screenshots. I built my flow, Uh um, and that's really what motivates me. Sometimes it's easy to lose track of your motivation, so it's you you always have to try to um, remember really why you're here doing what you're doing, or, you know, you can get tired. We all have our times where we get down and stressed and forget, but, you know, I should get that tattooed or something on my arm, my why I do what I do. Yeah. No, I think it is easy to forget. There's a lot of noise in the world and 
we get caught up in things and and there's you know a little bit of fear I think in just putting yourself out there you know what mm-hmm. I mean like there's a lot of goodness that comes from it but there's also a lot of I don't know haters or or just negativity sometimes too and you're because you know you're saying should I do this? Am I, is it okay? And, you know, and then, you yeah. know, and then, then like you hear nothing or, you know what I mean? Right. And you're like, caca. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yes. What's up? And so I think to your point, I think that remembering for all of us that like, if you see something you like or something that moves you, tell people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think that's super important and we don't do that enough for each other. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, yeah, go ahead. So, uh, so I, one other thing that I like to tell people is that it's okay to be afraid and mm-hmm. still do it. I mean, pe- I'm always afraid before I go speak or I'm doing something new. I, right. you, you just have to take yourself out of that comfort zone and not let that initial fear of something, uh, keep you from doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really felt strongly about that and, um, you know, if, if anyone's nervous about speaking, for me, it's never gone away. It's just part yeah. of it. It's like part of the rush of it. You Absolutely. get nervous, then you kill it. You you do awesome. <laughs> then it's you know you know you get to feel that oh, and then then you see people connecting with you and learning, and it's really amazing. Yeah, I mean, in the theater, we call that stage fright, right? There's that moment of like, oh my goodness, and then you go on stage and you rock it out. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's very cool um we've been doing a lot of like ignite and all of that and as uh i know that you're doing a lot of um community events and blogging and stuff what's what's up next for you where are you going or or where do you hope to be going uh yeah so i have uh sharepoint saturday dc is coming up yep and so i'm from the dc area so that's always nice to have your local crowd there um uh, we have SharePoint Saturday Virginia Beach as well. Um, that's, I believe, the first SharePoint Saturday. I think. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, and it, it's been going on a ten over ten years. This is, I think, the eleventh year, maybe. Um, cool. So I love that event. Um, I I hope to be part of the Ignite tour. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, right. uh, that that looks really exciting. It's a lot of different countries that Ignite's going to. And yeah. so for the people who aren't able to travel to Orlando, it gives them an opportunity to to get um, a little taste of it. Um, so hopefully I'll be part of that. Um, also, my Flow user group will be doing our second meeting. Oh, yeah, so we're getting that put together, and that will be in January as well. So that's, that's, cool. that's just some of the things. I'm sure some stuff will come up, as yeah. it always does. But. Right, yeah. And I love it that you're, you know, building teams for customers. I mean, you're really connected to customers through what you've been doing, right? So you're mm-hmm. getting in there and helping people really understand. Like, if they have SharePoint already have Office 365 and now they're turning on Teams and that's that's a lot of like but with Flow and Teams that's a lot of where your expertise lies and really just like getting in there and like getting people as an end user rocking mm-hmm. it out as a team yeah yes that's exactly what I've been doing um, meeting with organizations who either are um, thinking about going to Office 365 mm-hmm. or already have but just know that they aren't utilizing it to their fullest potential helping yeah. the drive the conversation of what tool do I do with for what, mm-hmm. um, helping them plan uh, how they will structure their teams, 
Um, that's a big question a lot of organizations have, you know, yeah. like, when do you get a team? Right. When do you get a channel? And, mm-hmm. and that's different, you yeah. know, depending on the requirements right. and the user base. So that's it, that's been really enjoyable because Teams is a tool you'll see you'll see the value quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not going to turn it on. And I've never heard anyone turn it on and start using it and be like, Oh yeah, well we used it a couple times and we we don't use it anymore. Like you hear about other things with Teams, right. it's like oh yeah now now I need to figure out how to change the app uh, settings because it's going off too much from people right. you know using it so much. Right. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah, I, I think I've always been struck when we met in New York. You mm-hmm. know, I just I love you're so cheerful and. No, you are. And so <laughs> passionate. And I really enjoyed our conversations that we've had over the last bit, getting to know each other a little bit more. And it's really cool to see you at, as, a, as, a, as a woman who is older than you, not by a ton, but by some, just to watching your career explode and the author and all that stuff. And you speak more and more. It's really nice to see. And I really enjoy you in that way. So it's good. I'm not that cheerful. This is resting smile oh, face. Come on. <laughs> no, having examples like you and other strong women in the community is has really really helped me. Like again, yeah. that watching other people do it and mm-hmm. be successful and like, okay, maybe I could do this too. Yeah. No, and I think that's something about our community that's cool. So thank thank you for that one. And I think that, you know, some of the things we're going to talk about today and that we, we talk about is, you know, how do we build, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a piece of the diversity and inclusion that is all that, you know, is, is about gender and it is about women. And, you know, and I think that there is something about us, one, building male allies that we talk about and making sure, you know, and mentorships and all of that. And we need men to help us to, you know, do many things, you know, in, in our communities and, but we also need to really be helping each other and binding together to help each other. And, um, you know, talk, we talked a little bit about, you know, some of the fear and toxicity stuff. And I gave a presentation about that. And it's like, you know, sometimes we, we can be our own worst enemies, too. That is true. Um, <laughs> I, I really have been really lucky because I've talked to a lot of women and, um, you know, for them, for a lot of people it hasn't been the same as it for me but I've always had really strong female um allies and men too but when I think about who's who's opened the door for me for different things I've just had some really amazing um women and still do so it's yeah absolutely no I think I mean our SharePoint community our Microsoft community has been really great for that and I think the pushing through Satya and his messages and like seeing those messages during keynotes and mm-hmm. having them be repeated over and over again. It's like the message is clear. It's like, yes, it's, it's about women, but it's, you know, how do we build diversity and inclusion and intersectionality throughout everything we do? And let's think about it and talk about it and make sure we all understand what that means. Yes. And that it's not just, you know, we're all learning, you know, mm-hmm. and we're all trying to do best, do our best and right. make it better. And all of I that. think that's, it's knowing that you should be looking inside and realizing stereotypes that you might have as you're working with other people. Um, I think, you know, we we all have those to say that you don't, you know, isn't true, but it's what you do with those. Are you thinking about that and realizing it when you're through your work day and having conversations with different people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. 
that's yeah no you're super on point on that one so so yeah so what's your favorite book my favorite book besides the one that you just wrote so <laughs> i guess i like pride and prejudice Oh, you're yeah, I'm a go fan. classic. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not a huge reader to be honest. Okay. I'm more of an article news okay. reader. Yeah. But um, you know, when I do read, I yeah. Who so who do you like in the in either community or the world or whatever? Like, I guess what's a place do you go to find inspiration or like stuff that you like love that you're like I go here every day to go look for something is like Medium or is it CNN or is it a combination uh, of stuff? Or? Okay, so I'm pretty much addicted to Twitter. Okay. And so I f- only follow people that I find motivational and, mm-hmm. that, you know, read articles that other right. people are posting. Okay. Um, and also on LinkedIn. I've mm. been using LinkedIn Learning. Um, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, there's like free courses, stuff like that. Um, and I, like, again, our Flow MVP group is so close knit um so when we share each other's blogs and read those Mm -hmm. i mean those get kind of nerdy and technical (laughs) quick um (laughs) but yeah i also i I mean i have other interests obviously besides it i'm a i'm a retired muay thai fighter wow Um, that's right yeah i like to i I like to go to the gym and read fitness articles things Mm -hmm. like that so yeah that's cool that's awesome. Well, I can't wait for our session. And mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, thank you for being on my podcast. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.